again, friends, and good morning to everyone. It's time to get in the zone with Bartow Sports Zone, your source for local coach interviews and local sports news information and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone team. I know Jackson Hyde is here. Mike Garcia and Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios are with us, and we expect to hear from others of the Bartow Sports Zone team a little later on this morning. On today's show, we'll visit with Adairsville Tigers baseball coach Billy Roper, and then we'll discuss Bartow County Little League and Georgia District 1 Little League baseball and softball with Greg Height and Brenton Baggett. In our second hour this morning, we'll catch you up on some local spring sports and dive into our March Madness bracket. So we hope you'll stick around for the next couple of hours. So glad that you have joined us. And we remind you that you can find us online at BartosSportsZone.com, where you can always get your daily local sports news and updates. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bartos Sports Zone, And our free podcast downloads are available on your favorite podcatcher or your favorite listening devices. Just search for Bartos Sports Zone Podcast. We're brought to you by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Derek Strange, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor. First Class Collision Center. Johnny's New York Style Pizza. Wilson Pools. All-Star Roofing. And Three-Way Campers. Well, it's time to get things started this morning on Bartow Sports Zone. And let's bring in our opening guest of the day, Coach Billy Roper from the Adairsville Tigers. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, Charles. How you doing? Doing really well. Glad to have you back with us. Welcome to the zone and welcome back to WBHF and Bartow Sports Zone. The good news is you've won three straight. The bad news is you've only had those three games over the past couple of weeks. I'm guessing that's not exactly what you envisioned uh, these last two weeks leading into the start of region play would look like. Uh, no, sir, Charles, it's not. But uh, real quick, before we get this started, Charles, sure. I'd like to give a um, – Shout out to my eight-year-old getting dressed for school this morning, Trey Roper. Uh, love you, buddy. Go Tigers. There you um, go. Go get them, Trey. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, we hadn't played since last Thursday. We had a big win over a cross-county rivalry cast. Um, each year I sit here and say the weather has put us in situations I've never seen before, but each year it changes, you know. But um, we're up here trying to just weather the storm and just, you know, take each day as it is and get better and better. We're on a three-game winning streak, and we start our um, – we open region today against um, North Murray. But, as you know, the rain is supposed to come in around three or four. So, um, you know, we got our fingers crossed, but it's, it's not looking good. We'll try to get some inside scoop here. Is there a contingency plan for maybe getting that game in tomorrow? Yes, sir. In our region, basically what we do is we, when there's a rain out, we play the next available day. So um, Saturday is the next available day. And North Murray, which played Tuesday and Thursday, they played both days. So we won't get bumped any. So uh, now it's just a matter of how much rain we get. Can we even play tomorrow? But the plan is to play it tomorrow. What time? Just depends on how much rain we get today, whether it's earlier in the day or later in the evening. And I know by following you with uh, emails and what have you, uh, I know with some cancellations and some moving around on the schedule, you've tried really hard to try to fill in the gaps there, but uh, everybody's kind of easing into their region schedules now, so it's hard to find opponents this time of year. 
Yes, sir. It is uh, basically, it's, it's like a puzzle. It's a puzzle piece, and we've had um, three region, three non-region games, Tryon, Harrison County, and Coosa, and each one of them were rescheduled and got rained out. And now that everybody's in region play, I mean, like for our region, we play three games a week. And their side, they play three games a week, and you got JV games. It's just, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to find a, an open date now. So, unfortunately, now that region started, we may not be able to make up those three games. Right. Because you got to save that pitching for those important region games. Tell us, tell us what you've done with practices in the meantime to try to keep your team game ready during this sparse portion of the schedule. Well, we got a running joke up here saying that if we could play people in the gym, you know, I think we could uh, have an advantage because <laughs> we're uh, – we're in the gym, you know, a lot. We don't, you know, unfortunately we have a, we have a hidden tunnel outside, but when the rain is there and the cold weather, you know, we have to come inside, but we, uh, we have practice plans that we've used over the years. You know, when we're inside and everything is dictated toward competition, there ain't much just coming in. I'm going to throw you some balls. You take your cuts. Let's throw and get out of here. Everything is kind of geared toward how can you compete with yourself and toward and with your teammate. And when we can get out on the field, even though we haven't played, we've scrimmaged twice. You know, we split our guys up, our varsity and JV, up into a Daresville, team of Daresville, team of Tigers, and uh, coaches, umpire, and we play a game. So, you know, unfortunately, we haven't played a game, you know, that'll go toward the schedule, but we have put them in situations to where, you know, they're competing. Coach Billy Roper of the Adairsville Tigers visiting with us this morning. Coach, we got about, uh, oh, about uh, a minute before this first commercial break. Kind of take us through those uh, three wins in a row and how you project this team moving forward into the region schedule. Well, if you followed our, our, our doubleheader at Temple, you know, we um, our bats woke up that game, you know, defensively and pitching wasn't the best. But we were able to, um, to to get our bats going. Both of those games, we scored 10-plus runs. Uh, the first game, we came back and won. We were down 9-6, to six, wound up winning in the bottom of the seventh inning. I think that propelled us to the second game. We jumped out on them 9 to nothing, but we let them back in, but we won 11-9. So that was a big weekend. And then going into the cast game, you know, anytime you can – you know, get a win over your crosstime rivalry. I mean, I think it, it lifted our kids' spirits. We're trying to ride that right now. We're visiting with Coach Billy Roper of the Adairsville Tigers baseball program. We'll take a quick time out here on Bartow Sports Zone, and we'll talk some more Tigers baseball when we return. Hey guys, here at Johnny's New York Style Pizza, we understand that you have plenty of dining options. That's why we are committed to providing the best service we possibly can, maintaining a family-friendly atmosphere, and providing our customers with the freshest ingredients, including local produce and dough that's made daily. So whether you're looking for a slice, a fresh salad, a New York Style sub, or perhaps a pasta dish, Johnny's Pizza is your place. Stop by and see us. First Class Collision Center knows when damage occurs to your car or truck, the repair work has to be perfect. Your insurance company may recommend a repair shop, but let First Class give you a no-obligation quote just to make sure your best interests are at the core of the repairs. Specializing in vehicle service, mechanical repairs, body work, and big trucks, too, First Class uses all factory equipment for your specific make and model. First Class Collision Center of Cartersville, online at First Class Collision G. Com. 
Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone here on WBHF. I'm Charles Wilson. We're here each Friday morning from 710 until 9 a.m. We're visiting with Coach Billy Roper of the Adairsville Tigers this morning on BSZ. And I want to also welcome in one of our Bartow Sports Zone team members on the Zoom connection, Jackson Hyde. Good morning, Jackson. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Glad to have you here with us as well. Let's get back to Coach Billy Roper, and we'll come right back to you, Jackson, in just a moment. The Tigers 5-4 and four on the season. Based on uh, your preseason expectations, Coach Roper, kind of give us a report card grade for your team through the first nine games. Well, looking at our, looking at our schedule, 5-4, and four, I mean, I would give us probably – you know how coaches are. You want to win them all. But right now, I'd say probably about a C-plus or B-minus because we've left some out there. Uh, just looking at the score, I mean, obviously, we lost to Darlington 3-1, to one, Kusa 5-3, to three, our Murchie 3-1, to one, and trying 3-1, to one, meaning we could be 9-0. We could be 8-1, 9-0 easily if we just make a couple plays here, get the pitch right here, or get the big hit. You know, so that's that's one thing that we're – we're stressing on our guys. I mean, we're right there. We just got to find a way to, to, to get it done, to get it done. But, you know, as a coach, you're never, you're never satisfied. Jackson, jump in here with Coach Roper. Coach Roper, I know you had a couple of players who were on your, in your basketball program. Uh, you, got, you got those kids late, and now with weather, um, have you had a chance going into region play to set your base or your core lineup? Have you had that opportunity to see who fits where in your puzzle this year? Well, we, uh, you know, we had three basketball players. We had one returning returning starter, Chris Roper, and we had two freshmen, Jarrett Scott and Ben Abernathy. You know, the biggest thing is getting them acclimated as early as on. You know, fortunately, me living with one of them, I made him throw, I made him hit, and he kind of – he was kind of able to slide in. You know, he sit one game, got in the bat, and um, got in the next game and, you know – He's he's jumped right in there and he's doing real well. My other two freshmen, they're 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 coming around. We got Jared Scott. He's going to be able to help us on the mound probably in about another week or two. But it just kind of it just kind of sets the timetable back, you know. But we're we're basically we're pretty set where we are, with the exception of maybe you know a DH or you know a a fourth starter in a back end of a three game series, you know, or something like that. But we're pretty much we're pretty set. Coach Billy Roper of the Adairsville Tigers. Coach, uh, last time you were on a couple of weeks ago, we didn't have quite as much time to talk about your individual players as we would like to normally here on BSC. But uh, kind of tell us about uh, your roster this time. Uh, start with the pitching staff and kind of who you zeroed in on as being those top starters for you as you move into region play today. Well, I obviously start with the first ones, uh, Jack Whitley. You know, he was 7-1 and one last year. We only won nine games. So that tells you he was our bell cow last year. <clears throat> a little lefty, you know, just, you know, pitches backwards, just hits the spots. Just, you know, he's he's a bulldog. He's a competitor. He's he's one of our start in the starting rotation. we got Evan Sanders back. He's a hard-throwing right-hander, you know. Um, and then we got Brendan Carroll, which is a senior. I'm sorry, those first two guys were juniors. Uh, we have a senior, Brendan Carroll, probably, which will probably be our third starter when we play three games in a week. Then we got guys that, that are number twos that come in at any moment is a senior, Braden Powell, um, sophomore, Dawson Craig, 
Then we have a two freshmen that we are real high on. They have pitched some big varsity innings and got a couple saves for us in uh, Peyton Bowen and Jack Nelson. You know, so I just threw seven, eight names at you. Those are the guys that are probably doing the bulk, the bulk of our throwing. And, you know, and hopefully when we get um, Jared Scott in, you know, in about another week of bullpens, whatever, as a freshman, he'll be able to help. He'll be able to help us. Coach, it's always important to be tough up the middle of your defense. Talk about the uh, middle of that uh, Tigers defense. Uh, starting with our catcher, you know, I feel like you got to be solid up the middle. We got Landon O'Neill. He's a sophomore. He's catching, you know, the, mo- the bulk of it. We have Dawson Craig, a sophomore at shortstop. We have Chris Roper, a junior at second base, and then we have a junior Tyler Driggers in, the, you know, in center field. And um, that's about as athletic as you can get. Those guys do a very good job of, you know, protecting the middle and the in the middle of our defense and, and making plays for us. Let's quickly take a look at your region. You crank up the region schedule tonight. We mentioned with North Murray, the rest of the schedule, Murray County, LFO, Hullah Creek, Sonorable, Ringo, Lafayette, those teams uh, all back-to-back in two-game region ser- in two-game series. Who are the teams to beat this time in 6AAA? I'm sure you've scouted well. Uh, off the bat, Ringo and Sonorable. I mean, they're just, you know, they're doing – they're doing some good things, and we're still trying to catch those guys. And I think they had a battle last night, and I think Ringo won 5-1. to one. But uh, those two guys, and then you throw Kahula, Kahula Creek does a great job up there, and then you throw uh, LFO. I think those were the four teams that made the state playoffs last year. Then you got guys like us, North Murray, um, Lafayette. You know, Murray County's better. They got a new, they got a new coach in Josh Wiggins. You know, we just – we're just trying to fight, you know, that we're top heavy in those two with Ringo and Snorval, but uh, we're just going to try to do what we can to make it tough on them and try to try to take something away from them and, and get our name in the hat. Final seconds of our visit with coach Billy Roper of the Adairsville Tigers. Do you have your bracket filled out coach? I believe it or not trying to fit this puzzle for baseball season. I hadn't had a chance. I didn't even, <laughs> I saw on my news feed this morning that Kentucky lost. I didn't even get to see it. Yeah, that uh, took down a lot of folks out there with their brackets, and we'll be talking a lot more about that later on this morning on Bartow Sports Zone. Thanks for joining us, Coach Billy Roper of the Adairsville Tigers. Thank you, Charles. Have a good day. Take care, Coach. All right. Thanks, sir. That's Coach Billy Roper. We'll take a timeout, and we'll be back with more of Bartow Sports Zone. So please stick around. When you're choosing a pro for work on your roof or gutters, choose the licensed and insured stars at All-Star Roofing. Whether it's residential or commercial property, our focus on craftsmanship is unmatched in Cartersville and Bartow County. For a free same-day inspection and estimate, contact All-Star Roofing at 678-245-9658 or call 770-655-0911 or find us online at allstarroofs.com. Rest easy under the stars when it's an all-star roof. If you're thinking about retirement, you likely have questions. How do you make your savings last? How much should you take out and when? You're ready for retirement, but are your finances? Your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Derek Strange, can help you build a strategy to help make sure your finances keep up with your long-term needs. You've done what it takes to get there. Now it's time to make the most of retirement. Call 770-386-4545 to schedule an appointment today. Edward Jones, member SIPC.
Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'm joined this morning on the Zoom Connection by Jackson Hyde. We have Alan Sanders and Mike Garcia back in the WBHF studios. We'll hear from others of the BSC team a little bit later on. We want to thank Coach Billy Roper of the Adairsville Tigers for joining us in that opening half hour this morning. And now we welcome in a couple of more guests Greg Height and Britton Baggett from out at the Bartow County Parks and Recreation Department. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Charles. Good morning. Glad to have both of you here with us this morning. Greg is, uh, of course, the Bartow County Recreation Director and an officer with Bartow County Little League. And Britton Baggett also with uh, Bartow County Parks and Rec, but he is also the Georgia Little League District 1 Director. So welcome, guys, to the zone and Bartow Sports Zone here on WBHF. Let's start with Greg. First of all, this morning, Bartow County had Little League several decades ago, moved away from it for uh, many years with your Dizzy Dean affiliation, but has returned to be part of Georgia Little League in recent years. How many years back now is this for Bartow County Little League with Georgia District 1? I think it's better not to get to softball and then baseball. Game. Yeah, softball came first, then baseball. It's probably about 10 years. So uh, it has been back for a while. I think it was, uh, Greg, you'll have to shake my memory here. I believe it was the late 70s, maybe early 80s when Bartow County was a part of Little League before. Uh, actually, early early mid seventies when seventy four, I think, was the first year. Okay, very good. So, uh, Bartow County has been in and out of Little League baseball in this area. Uh, Brenton, correct me if I'm wrong here, but uh, Bartow County Little League and Cartersville Little League roughly kind of have the county divided up in districts uh, along some high school feeder district lines, north and south, kind of uh, Cartersville and Woodland on one end and Cass and Adairsville on the other. Is that roughly how those district lines are drawn? Yeah, pretty pretty close. It's all kind of split up, uh, uh, you know, for everybody. That's the way Little League's designed. And Little League used to be real stringent on those lines, and, and they, they're kind of getting more open to – waivers and opening up where kids can kind of play a little bit where they want to with, with the waivers and, and different things um but you have to go through a process and all that but they're, they're kind of trying to have this player first model and so they're trying to kind of adapt to the times i guess that we're living in so that's kind of where they're at right now of course uh the move uh we'll come back to you greg the move uh, from the Dizzy Dean affiliation to the Little League affiliation. I know ESPN and the uh, wide publicity that comes along with the Little League baseball and softball, that had to be part of the appeal. Uh, it was. It was. But uh, I like the structure of Little League as well. Uh, I, I really do. And uh, I think our baseball program is starting to grow again under Little League. I understand uh, off the air, heard a little bit this morning. Uh, you guys can kind of jump in here. The numbers are up a, a bit with the Bartow County Little League. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, our Little League numbers are up uh, across the board, girls and boys. Well, Brenton, let's uh, move back to you for just a moment here. Rockmart Little League uh, has been in District 1 in recent years with Cartersville and Bartow County. That's kind of been the, the three that are the nucleus uh, but I understand uh, I've had my ear to the ground just a little bit. There may be some growth in District 1 this time. 
Yes, uh, we're real excited. Uh, this year, uh, uh, Cedartown, you know, they've kind of been in and out, um, but they are, they're back in now. Um, and they've got a pretty good program over there. Them and Rockmark kind of battle out, but um, that's a good, they're both really excited about having Cedartown. And then Dalton um, has actually made the move um, and they'll be participating this year. Um, so we're hoping um, that uh, we can continue to grow the district. That's my hope, you know, that, uh, you know, we continue to add more and uh, let every kid like enjoy, you know, the little league experience and what it has to offer. Brendan, do you have a little bit of background on what organizations or affiliations those programs are coming from and back into Little League? Uh, Cedartown was uh, Dizzy Dean uh, was what they were playing, um, and they've made that transition back. And, and Dalton really has probably been in just playing GRPA strictly, uh, a rec level. they got a new director up there. And me and her were actually in conversation for, you know, Greg helped with it too, talked to her. She was at Catoosa County, and we talked to her several times about them, and she was kind of trying to figure it out. And then she moved to Dalton, and pretty much immediately, when she that was one of the first things she did was sit, we sat down and talked about that that move to Little League. Well, we're looking forward to the growth of the district, and of course, it always gets exciting once we roll around to to June and July and tournament season with those Little League All Star teams. But of course. Uh, Greg, I know you'll also be fielding teams in some of the other sanctionings as well. Yeah, our younger kids will still play GRPA. And then, of course, there are older kids in junior senior league division. Uh, our softball, of course, will be the little league program as well. We're visiting with Greg Height and Britton Baggett of Bartow County Parks and Recreation. They also represent Bartow County Little League and Georgia Little League District 1. We're up on our next time out here on Bartow Sports Zone. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll focus in a little more narrowly on Bartow County Little League baseball and softball. So please stick around. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone. Hey, folks, this is Sean from St. Angelo's Pizza next to Lake Point Sports. I don't know about you, but nothing goes better with bracketology and March basketball than a hot pizza, delicious wings, and our award-winning knots. All month long, check out our tournament winner and pizza of the month, the Pesto St. Angelo, for just $9.99. And for you wing lovers, you know wings aren't just for football anymore. They're the foundation of any good basketball party, and we have our own sweet 16 flavors to choose from. So come watch with us or order online at stangelos.com. That's S-T-A-N-G-E-L-O-S.com. This is Ivy Jordan at Latitude Blue, and we're here to help open or maintain your pool. Need weekly or bi-weekly cleaning and maintenance? Let's get you scheduled. Call 678-757-7150 or visit our store under the bridge at 1 West Church Street in Cartersville. Latitude Blue, bringing families together one backyard at a time. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here on BSZ. I have Jackson Hyde with me, a member of the Bartow Sports Zone team on our Zoom connection. Mike Garcia and Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studio with us this morning. We'll hear more from them a little later on this morning. And we have Brenton Baggett and Greg Height of the Bartow County Parks and Recreation Department with us this morning on the Zoom connection. We're talking a little Bartow County Little League Baseball. I know 
the city of Cartersville's Little League program. They got kicked off this past weekend. They're already playing their games. For Bartow County Little League, opening day is coming up one week from tomorrow, March the 26th. And, uh, Greg, let's start with you. What are the plans for this year's opening day ceremonies? What do you guys have lined up for everybody with Little League opening day? We'll we'll kick it off Friday night, Charles, with an outdoor movie for our players and families. Um, She's playing a Sandlot movie that night. And then, of course, the Saturday morning, we'll have our opening day ceremonies. Uh, we'll have some bounce houses, other things out here for kids to play in. And, of course, our parade of athletes for our opening ceremonies and um, start, th- start the day off our Challenger League game. So looking forward to it. Uh, like I said, the baseball boys side is open ceremonies at 9. The girls is at 1030. And we're going to play the Challenger League game at about 10:30, and then kick off at 12 o'clock with some baseball softball games so there will actually be games on opening day not just the ceremonies brenton i know uh, as a kid myself playing little league baseball that opening day was always a thrill because uh, that was really kind of the first time you got to put that official uniform on every year oh yeah it's always a lot of fun it's uh you know there's nothing better than a packed park and seeing the families out and the excitement in the kids and uh, just everybody just so excited about, I mean, baseball being back. And, you know, we last year was a big, you know, Bartow County was made a deep run in the, you know, tournament with the 12s. You obviously were here and saw uh, making the state championship. So there was a lot of excitement around the Bartow County program for sure uh, going into, uh, you know, this season, you know, with our 10s last year, winning district, moving on to state. And then, the you know, the 12s, what they did, you know, really – brought a lot of excitement to the program for sure. Brent, let's stay with you for just a moment. I know we mentioned it briefly before that last commercial break, but there are other levels. Everybody kind of focuses in on the 10 through 12, the major league, if you will, of little league. Uh, but there are also other divisions. Tell us a little bit about those. Okay. Uh, the tens, basically you got tens, 10 year olds and 11 year olds tournament teams. Um, you know, and they advance as well. You know, they can go to district, uh, they go to state, and then you've got like a regional this year. The Blue League will be bringing that back, you know, over the last few years with COVID. That's kind of been something that they cut out. But this year, they're hoping to have a full tournament with, you know, international teams and, and back to more of a normal schedule. Uh, and then you got their 12s. We all see that on ESPN. But then you've also got Junior League. Uh, in senior league, which you know is 13, 14s, 15, 16s, they can advance, uh, and they go all the way to World Series as well in different parts of the countries. And, and uh, so yeah, I mean, there's something for everybody with the little league program, you know, from baseball, softball, and it's for everybody. So, speaking of softball, Greg, let's uh pull you back in here for just a moment. Bartow County Little League has offered Little League softball over the years. Tell us a little bit about that program. I know it has quite a bit of history, and it's had a role in local player development over the years. Yeah, uh, it has. And like I said, we are Little League boundaries in softball a little different than baseball. We do actually encompass the, the entire county. And uh, just giving girls an opportunity to play. And uh, and that's we wanted to make sure that everybody in the county had that opportunity. We didn't want to let division lines cut somebody out of that. And uh, – it's, it's our softball program has grown this year as well as the baseball. So looking forward to another good season. 
Tell us a little bit, guys, uh, about volunteers. Obviously, every Little League program has to rely on quality volunteers. Uh, Tell us about your volunteer development program and how listeners can get involved in supporting local Little League. Yeah, I mean, if there's anybody's, you know, you know, we're always looking for help, you know, out here. So, if it, I mean, people will, what, what they want to do, I mean, volu- that's part of the Little League thing, too, as far as volunteers, will it be scorekeeping or, you know, those kind of things. Uh, you know, that's kind of a big thing, you know, us, you know, us kind of running it through the county. We have some employees that kind of help out, you know, obviously, but, you know, other, other places, they don't, you know, they run by strictly all volunteers. Um, and so, you know, both models have benefits for sure. Finding and maintaining officiating is uh, difficult these days, to say the least. Uh, I know, Brenton, you and I have worked together on some things with officiating. What about umpires? Is that, is that becoming increasingly difficult? It is, Charles. We've, we've been working that hard the last couple, couple of weeks, and uh, anybody that's interested, some of these guys that just got out of high school the last two or three years, four years, five years, whatever, uh, love to get them out here and get them interested in doing it. Uh, it's not a, it's not an appealing job, but it is a fun job because you are getting to spend time with the young people, and you know, umpires do kind of take on that role of the mentors as well. I mean, you know, kids do look up to them, so. Uh, anybody that wants to get involved, contact myself and Brenton here, and you know, we'll find a place for you. Very good. Well, that's uh, a wrap on Bartow County Little League for uh, this segment of Bartow Sports Zone. Uh, they'll be kicking off their season one week from tomorrow out at Hamilton Crossing Park. Uh, Greg Height and Britton Baggett from Bartow County Parks and Rec, thank you for joining us this morning on Bartow Sports Zone. Thank you, Charles. Thanks, Charles. That'll do it for those guys. Uh, Thanks again for joining us here on BSZ. We'll take a news timeout, and then we'll talk a little college basketball and a local sports update when we return. Styles Auto Care has earned your trust in Cartersville and Bartow County since 1965, and they promise to respect your vehicle as if it was their own. The collision specialist at Styles will make repairs with speed and efficiency, always with your safety in mind. Styles works with all insurance companies. Their work is guaranteed, and they'll communicate with you every step of the way during your repair. Styles Auto Care, 1261 West Avenue, where they can do everything for your vehicle except sell it. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service construction repair. We make swimming easy. To WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here on your Friday morning. 
watching the weather kind of move into Cartersville and Bartow County as we uh, bring you Bartow Sports on, on the Zoom connection and at the studios of WBHF in Cartersville. Jackson Hyde with us this morning on the Zoom connection along with Matt Santini. And we have Alan Sanders and Mike Garcia back in the studios. We remind you that Bartow Sports Zone is brought to you by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Derek Strange, your Edward Jones financial advisor, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Wilson Pools, All-Star Roofing, Three-Way Campers, and First Class Collision Center. And we also want to thank... A couple of new sponsors on Bartow Sports Zone uh, for Little League Baseball coverage this spring and summer. Jay Stepp and the Benefit Consulting Group, along with Ty Mitchum and George F. Willis Realty, they have joined forces to bring you the weekly youth baseball updates on BartowSportsZone.com. So we appreciate those guys as well. And we want to thank today's guest, Adairsville baseball coach Billy Roper and then Greg Height and Brenton Baggett from the Bartow County Parks and Recreation Department, Bartow County Little League, and Georgia Little League District 1. We'll remind you also that next week we'll have Woodland baseball coach Matt Montgomery and Cartersville baseball coach Kyle Tucker on the show. They'll return with updates on both the Wildcats and the Purple Hurricane. So uh, we appreciate our guest, as always, and looking forward to hearing about the Wildcats and the Purple Hurricanes baseball programs next week. Well, good morning, Matt. Uh, lurking in the shadows there on our Zoom connection this morning. Brian, I said I feel like I'm in the um, FBI witness protection program with this uh, this backdrop that I've got. Trying try to give you a little bit of my backyard, but uh, yeah, it looks a little bit funky. It means an awful lot to the people on the radio to know that I what I look like on a Zoom call, but... Uh, Hey, yeah. before we get started, uh, sure. do want to jump? Do want to jump in? Cats Colonels, uh, come, they move their games up to today, which I think was the wise thing to do. They get the uh, they move the games to Thursday, and uh, got the sweep of Hiram. So off to a three zero start in region play. That's a big deal for the Colonels. Yeah, Cass, uh, only four and eleven overall in the year. Now three and zero in region seven five A, courtesy of the Hiram Hornets. Uh, they won seven to one Tuesday. Over Hiram out at Lake Point and then swept a double header last night, winning four to nothing and a fourteen, uh, or rather eleven to one. I'm sorry. Uh, those were important games for the Colonels, even uh, though they were against Hiram, who's now just one and thirteen on the year. Kind of Jackson and I were talking about it off the air. It kind of keeps Cass in the in the run for a state playoff all the way to the final week of the season, really, regardless of how they do against the Big Three. You know, it'd be important to maybe. Still a game or two uh, against one of those big three, but I, I agree, Charles. They, it's going to come down to that Woodland series. It'll be be interesting to see. Yeah, they'll have a three-game series against Woodland on that final week of the regular season, and, Matt, those games will uh, most likely decide a state playoff berth. It will, and, you know, I think you got to be encouraged by Woodland's performance on Tuesday against Blessed Trinity. They, yeah, they, they fell 6-3. to three. Excuse me, that was on uh, – it was Monday. on Tuesday. It was on Tuesday. Thanks. Getting my days confused this week for some reason. But, you know, again, you heard Coach Montgomery last week talking about a team that's going to continue to battle. And everybody, the conjecture is Cartersville, uh, Woodland, and uh, Blessed Trinity that are all three in the top ten that they're going to occupy three of those spots. But, you know, you got a whole season to play. And if you can battle and, and move on a little bit, we will have game one of that series uh, of Cass and Woodland 
on that's going to be on April 22nd. The reason why I know that is we've committed to doing a Little League baseball game uh, on April 22nd at 8 o'clock. So we're going to do game one of that series, and then we'll bring you the Little League game on the 22nd. Has me concerned that if that second game is for a playoff spot, we're going to have to cut away from it. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll have a little bit of a, a backup plan for that, and we'll do a little uh, WBHF Bartow Sports on planning on the air here this morning, Matt. Uh, we can always bring in the Bartow Sports on broadcast and, and pick up wherever WBHF has to leave off if, if that becomes necessary. We'll just kind of play it by ear and see uh, how the season plays out and how important those games are toward the end of that. I think that's maybe a good plan. That's, that is a great idea. But, you know, the other thing is a lot of baseball to be played between now and then. And I know that, the you know, now that the major league folks have settled themselves out, still an opportunity to get out and watch local teams play and compete. And this is the the the, the benefit of having all these teams playing in the same region you're going to be able to watch a whole bunch of local kids not have to travel very far to do it for the most part and uh, doesn't it's not just baseball it's soccer and any of the other spring sports uh, it's a great opportunity to get out and, and support whatever team you like yeah Adairsville we had coach Billy Roper on this morning in the opening half hour they're kind of a tough team to get a read on this year mostly because they've only played once in the last eight days and they've only been in action Two other times this month. So rain and cancellations have kind of pushed their schedule back. And of course, Cartersville off to a powerful start, eight and three on the year, one and zero in the region now with the win over Calhoun on Tuesday, a game that we broadcast here on WBHF. Ryan Johnson and Philip Schiltz just really solid on the mound, and the Canes put together a, a string of hits. Uh, in one inning to kind of put four runs up there and beat Calhoun four to two, and those two teams finish up their region series tonight at Richard Bell Field uh, with a double header. So yeah, actually that's up in Calhoun. Oh, that's right. The they, they had to switch they, it around. That's right. Well, they, they, yeah, they swap the, the Tuesday game is in one location and they go to the other place for the double header. And, you know, as great as it is to get that first win, that whole outlook on that region could flip tonight. If, you know, in either direction, if, if somehow Cartersville gets swept, now Calhoun will have the upper hand, and if Cartersville could win one and maybe sneak out two of them, that really puts them in a commanding position. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, race the entire season. And uh, like we mentioned a few moments ago, those teams toward the bottom, if they can steal a game here or there, it makes it even more complicated for those teams up at the top. Time for a break here on Bartow Sports Zone. We'll come back. We'll touch on the local soccer standings, and then we'll get to our college basketball picks. Have you seen the complete line of quality UTVs and ATVs at Elite Stone Supply? That's right. Elite Stone Supply has the innovative and exciting High Sun line of off-road and all-terrain vehicles. High Sun UTVs and ATVs are unique and versatile. They'll surpass anything you've experienced in power sport vehicles before. Check out the complete line at Elite Stone Supply, Joe Frank Harris Parkway and Baker Road, just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Find us on Facebook and at EliteStoneSupply.net. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Quickly, uh, before we get to all the March Madness bracket discussions, I did want to run through uh, the soccer update. A lot of folks tune in each week to try to hear about how the local teams have been doing. 
On the girls' side, the Cass girls three and eight or three eight and one on the year. Zero and three in Region Seven Five A. They did beat North Murray this week on Tuesday night. They're seeking their first region win tonight at top-ranked Blessed Trinity, so not a good spot to try to find that first region win, but they'll give it a shot tonight. The Cartersville girls four and seven on the year, four seven and one. They're two and one. In region play, they blanked Hiram Tuesday night, eight to nothing. They're at Woodland tonight in a cross county uh, matchup there. Woodland girls at five, five and two on the year, one and two in the region. They're coming off a shutout loss at Kennesaw Mountain on Tuesday. They'll host Cartersville tonight with both teams battling for a state playoff seating position. And the Adairsville girls are eight, two and one this time. They're four and two in region six, triple A. They beat Ringgold on Tuesday night, two to nothing. One at Murray County last night, five to nothing. And that means the Lady Tigers are currently in one of the top three spots in the region standings. They host LFO next Thursday. Let's jump over to the boys' soccer look. The Cass boys are eight, four, and one on the year, two and one in region seven, five A. They lost to North Murray in a non region match on Tuesday night. They're at eighth ranked Blessed Trinity tonight at 5 30. The Cartersville boys are 6-6-1, and 1-2 one, one and in the region. They shut out Hiram Tuesday, 4 to nothing. They play at Woodland tonight, who is 5-4-3 and three, and 1-2 and in the region as well. But they split with Hiram and Calhoun in their last two region matches. Woodland has Cass at home one week from tonight, so that kind of tells you how the local teams will play out against one another. And then finally, the Daresville boys are 4-9 and nine on the year, 1-5 in the region. They lost to Ringo 2 to nothing on Tuesday and lost 2-1 to one last night at Murray County. So that's a, a catch-up on the local so- soccer action here for the four local teams. So uh, that kind of uh, gets us moving in the direction of what we want to talk about this morning, and that is the 2022 St. Angelo's Bracket Pick'em Challenge that got underway last night. And uh, we've got six of our participants out of the 53 total that entered this year. Six of our participants got 13 of 16 first-round games correct Thursday, and uh, nine more got 12 of 16 correct. So uh, let's go to you first, Matt. That just kind of goes to prove the point that picking these brackets is uh, always a a risky business. There's just not a a good philosophy out there. Out of 53 people that we had in there, only six of them got 13 right out of 16. So that means everybody missed at least three games yesterday. Well, I'm I'm feeling really good. I I did get 10 of uh, the picks yesterday correct, uh, 10 of the 16, I guess. And uh, I still have two of the teams still around in my final four. (laughs) Gonzaga was easily the most popular pick uh, to win it all. They were followed in our bracket contest by Tennessee, Duke, Villanova, Auburn, and Kansas. Purdue, Kentucky, and Wisconsin were also uh, individuals' picks to win it all. As far as the final four was concerned, uh, the most popular picks in our bracket contest were Gonzaga, Kansas, Baylor, Arizona, and Kentucky. But Nick Sullivan, who has joined us now on the Zoom connection, Kentucky went down in flames last night. Yeah, thankfully I did not have them in my final four, just the Elite Eight. Um, But it it was one of those that was certainly not a fluke. I mean, you know, St. Mary's went toe-to-toe with them and, you know, took them to overtime. And I think you saw in overtime that, 
St. Mary's was playing without fear and Kentucky, especially the way they shot at the free throw line was, uh, was the team that looked like a 15 seed that was uh, afraid to make a mistake down the stretch. Well, it was uh, the 15 seed stunning the two seed last night, busted a lot of brackets. Uh, just, just incredible. The intensity that you see in those games, Jackson. Absolutely. Charles. Uh, luckily for me, I, I had Kentucky going out fairly early. So my final four has currently stayed intact. But uh, intensity early, especially these higher-seeded teams, they know they're uh, coming in with nothing to lose. They're going to lay it all on the line. And St. Peter's looked like the better coach team last night, which was kind of hard to believe uh, in, in watching that particular ball game. Yeah, that's uh, the first-ever NCAA tournament win for the Peacocks out of Jersey City, New Jersey. Sounds like a bad joke there, Matt. It is uh, just as bad a joke as my taking Iowa for the final four. So, <laughs> yeah, we're getting to that as well. That that one absolutely got me. Also, uh, Richmond taking down the Big Ten tournament champions. Out of our uh, fifty-three participants, I think only two got that one correct. Uh, I had the Hawkeyes winning a couple of rounds, so that one really killed me. Small guard Jacob Gilliard, he was just outstanding for Richmond last night. Well, and you have to. What you have to do is you have to make notes. And every year, you know, you anytime you bet against Richmond in the first round of the NCAA tournament, you just have to have a note that you wrote yourself last year. Put a reminder on your calendar. Do not pick against Richmond. There's just certain teams that always, always come up with a big win in the tournament, and Richmond is one of them. Michigan was one of the teams. If you go by seed lines, that pulled off an upset last night. But let's bring Mike Garcia in here uh, for just a moment. Mike, uh, Michigan over Colorado State. I had that pick, but also about 40% of our contestants had that one as well. So the 11 beating the six in that situation wasn't necessarily a quote-unquote upset. Well, no, I mean, when you look at the Vegas lines, uh, Vegas actually had Michigan as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, and uh, you, you see it uh, – Every year in the tournament, there's like one or two times that you'll see a, a higher seed uh, uh, favored, and that, that was the case there. And uh, I did not listen to Vegas. <laughs> it's always those 12-5 upsets uh, that that get me as well. Of course, last night St. Mary's uh, and the and the Gales they put they put it on uh, Indiana, so. Uh, that one wasn't even close, and I really thought Indiana coming off a first four game would be in good shape. And New Mexico State beating UConn last night was another big miss for me. Uh, Murray State held on late to, to take down San Francisco. Mike, I'll come right back to you again of the basketball you watched yesterday and last night. Who was most impressive? Well, uh, North Carolina. Uh, this, this is a team that um... – like the majority of the ACC this year has been inconsistent, but I, I warned everybody on Wednesday that the ACC is going to perform a lot better than people think in this tournament. And uh, I really think, heck, it, well, don't pay attention to my bracket because I had Kentucky winning the title, so I, I've already ripped it up and urinated on it and, and, uh, and set it on fire. But I actually had North Carolina beating uh, Baylor in the next round, so we'll see. Matt, anybody impress you yesterday in, in your observations? Uh, I impressed myself. I haven't watched college basketball all season. <laughs> Didn't watch a bounce of it yesterday. 
<laughs> oh, wow. Well, I was glued to the television, and I will be again today. I love uh, this time of year. I love to watch the college basketball. And, Girls, uh, I've, got a, I've got a city to run. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Uh, I can highly recommend retirement. We'll take a break and be back to talk about today's possible upsets on Bartow Sports Zone. You've known Styles Auto Care as your collision repair specialist in Cartersville and Bartow County since 1965. But did you know they're also a Napa Auto Care Center? Whether you need AC service, brake work, transmission service, or just routine maintenance like an oil change, alignment, or tire rotation, filters, wipers, and more, Styles is the place for your vehicle. Styles Auto Care, your local Napa Auto Care Center, 1261 West Avenue, where they can do everything for your vehicle except sell it. When you're choosing a pro for work on your roof or gutters, choose the licensed and insured stars at All Star Roofing. Whether it's residential or commercial property, our focus on craftsmanship is unmatched in Cartersville and Bartow County. For a free same-day inspection and estimate, contact All-Star Roofing at 678-245-9658 or call 770-655-0911 or find us online at allstarroofs.com. Rest easy under the stars when it's an All-Star Roof. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We're talking a little March Madness brackets and all the upsets that occurred yesterday out there in bracket land. And uh, we're going to take a look at the brackets uh, that everyone has and talk about possible first-round upsets today. Guys, take a look at your brackets and uh, which of the lower seeds, around 10 or higher, do you have winning games today or tonight? Now, I'll, I'll run through a few of those, and then we'll kind of let you guys contribute here. A lot of folks have Notre Dame, uh, two-overtime winner over Rutgers Wednesday night in the first four, beating Alabama today. That's a possibility. Uh, another one is uh, Davidson with Michigan State. A lot of folks think Davidson has a shot to knock off Izzo's Spartans. And uh, another one that a lot of folks are looking at, uh, two teams there, Loyola of Chicago and Chattanooga as possibilities. Loyola taking on Ohio State in one of the very early games today. And then tonight, Chattanooga taking on Illinois. And as you scroll on down through here, uh, another one that would be an upset. Uh, a lot of folks have Miami uh, taking on USC and think the Hurricanes are a team that can make a run in this particular uh, portion of the bracket today's first round games we'll go to brad stevens first on our zoom connection brad uh, any upsets out there that have caught your eye possibilities today well if you want to do just being biased and want somebody local to do some damage i would want to see chattanooga upset illinois i just don't think they have an answer in the middle for cockburn he's just too big and too strong but i would love to see that happen uh but the one that's the, the real matchup that I would look for, if you want to call it an upset, is Davidson over Michigan State. Uh, you know, Davidson has a lot of great outside shooters, and if those guys get hot uh, from behind the arc, it can be anybody's game. You've seen that happen. You saw it happen last night with uh, Kentucky and St. Peter's. Uh, 
it either got hot from behind the arc, and that was the end of the game. Um, and that's how they were to pull the upset. So I look for Davidson to pull one off today. Yeah, a lot of people may not realize this, but Davidson ranks eighth in the nation in three-point shooting percentage, but they only take about 40% of their shots from behind the arc. So if they pick it up a little bit with their outside shooting in that game, uh, all the other metrics have that as a toss-up game. So that could be interesting today. Good point by Brad Stevens there. Nick Sullivan, let's bring you in. Is there a possible upset out there on your horizon? Well, uh, looking at my bracket, I actually have – five um upsets today uh a couple of them you mentioned davidson chattanooga the fighting uh sister jeans uh of <laughs> ramblers and then uh oh is that what there are okay yes um and then i've got uh virginia tech acc champs beating texas and then uh iowa state beating the uh will wadeless uh lsu tigers Matt Santini, your upset pick for the day. Yeah, I've I've got Iowa State uh, taking out LSU, and then I've got I do have Miami taking out uh, Southern California. And that brings us to Mike Garcia to talk about his Miami Hurricanes. Uh, yeah, you know I I think they got lucky, and they they're in the weakest of the four regions. Now, w- everything I say, take it with a grain of salt because I did have Kentucky winning it all. But, uh, you know, I, I, I like Miami in this matchup. USC is scary, though. A lot of people forget USC at one point this season was ranked fifth in the nation. Uh, they had a couple of stumbles, but they are 7-3 and three in their last 10 games. So, so is Miami. It's going to be a tough battle. You know, the one I'm going to say book it, I'm going to book Notre Dame over Alabama just because every year except one, one of the playing teams have won their next round game. Indiana's already out, so the only one left is uh, Notre Dame, so uh, it can book that one. Yeah, and that's a, that's, a, that's a good point as far as those first four teams are concerned. Alan Sanders, uh, take a look at your bracket. Where do you see any upsets today? The two I picked on my uh, the, on the, on the bracket that I kind of go a little more with the upsets in mind, Loyola I think uh, has a pretty good shot, and then I also did pick Miami to advance after this first round. Very interesting. Let's go zero in now and look at the west bracket. That's the upper left bracket. I want to kind of ask around uh, within our Bartow Sports Zone team this morning who you have coming out of the west bracket. I have Gonzaga and Texas Tech with Texas Tech getting by Duke. If you pick a dark horse out of that group, I don't think uh, either of these teams can necessarily win the regional, but Watch out for New Mexico State and Davidson tonight in the late game. If either of those teams shoot it, as we were talking with Brad Stevens just a moment ago, uh, either one of those can do damage and maybe get to the Sweet 16 or maybe even the Elite Eight. Brad, uh, real quickly, we've got about a minute. Tell us about your West bracket. Well, I tell you what, I, I was New Mexico State. I picked them to win that game. Uh, Teddy Allen, you saw uh, what he can do last night. It was quite amazing. Um, I do have Gonzaga coming out of that uh, bracket, though. I mean, they had a, a weak showing in the first half and most of the second half yesterday against Georgia State, who was in foul trouble immediately, but just seemed to have an answer for everything. But then Gonzaga flexed their muscle and showed why they're number one, and they ran off of that thing. So I still have them coming out, but they're going to have to fight Texas Tech to get out of it, and that's going to be a tough one for them because Texas Tech's athleticism. Is there a dark horse for you out of the West? Um, If there's a dark horse out of this thing, um, I'm going to say it would be Arkansas. 
Uh, I know they struggled a little bit last night, but they've got a lot of athletes on that team. You saw what they could do in the SEC tournament. They have played really well, and uh, they're they're hot right now. We're glad everybody has joined us this morning on Bartow Sports Zone. We're going through our NCAA brackets, uh, paying attention to our contestant entries, and we've still got uh, several folks that got at least 13 right yesterday. We'll take a look at some other parts of the bracket. That was the West. We'll look at the East, South, and Midwest when we return on Bartow Sports Zone. With everything you need to beautify your property, Elite Stone Supply has mulch, sand, and stone, plus Husqvarna power equipment to detail your grounds. Need a mower, tiller, or chainsaw? Elite has what you need. They'll service and repair your small engine equipment, too. Elite Stone Supply, 9 Baker Road, across from Racetrack, just north of Cartersville. If you're thinking about retiring, you probably have questions. You're ready, but are your finances? Your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Derek Strange, can help. Call 770-386-4545 to schedule an appointment. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Prepared with dough that's made daily and always the freshest ingredients, Johnny's New York Style Pizza is your family-friendly spot in Cartersville for pizza, a fresh salad, wings, a New York Style sub, or your favorite pasta dish. Johnny's has plenty of daily lunch specials, too. Johnny's New York Style Pizza, 244 North Dixie Avenue. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Barto Sports Zone. We're making our run through the NCAA men's tournament bracket and talking about our bracket picks. Let's uh, turn now. We've already talked about the upper left, the west bracket. Let's look at the bottom left and the east. I can tell you that I pretty much went with chalk here. I have defending champion Baylor, and I had Kentucky uh, but, of course, Kentucky goes down last night. They've been inconsistent all year. They were highly inconsistent last night. Uh, and my dark horse out of there, really not sh- straying too far from the top seeds, UCLA and Purdue with a chance now in particular to try to kind of get deep in the bracket. Matt, tell us uh, where you are as far as the east br- portion of the bracket is concerned. Uh, I have uh, Baylor and Kentucky, so that should kind of give you an indication as to uh, how that particular bracket is. I had Indiana winning, and they're out. I had, uh, obviously, Kentucky winning as well. So uh, not off to a very good start. I did have Purdue winning a couple rounds, and so if you're going to go with a dark horse, that's kind of where I ended up uh, as far as that bracket. Very good. And, uh, Nick, uh, what about your look at the East? Um. Similarly to you and Matt, I had Baylor uh, coming out in the Final Four um, and Kentucky in the Elite Eight. Uh, I think North Carolina could give Baylor some trouble in that second round, and if they can uh, get past them, uh, you know, the Tar Heels have have a chance to to make a pretty good run. Alan Sanders uh, with Kentucky gone now in the east portion of the bracket. Do you have a dark horse that might fill in there? Yeah, actually, I uh, I went with uh, a weird pick here in my mind, but I thought, hey, let's go for it. I went with uh, North Carolina to make it. Very good. So North Carolina with a really good start yesterday. Uh, one of the more impressive uh, opening round games. Uh, one of those teams that really made an impressive showing, in my opinion, yesterday. 
uh, were those Tar Heels. We'll see how they uh, make their move as we move forward into the weekend. Let's turn our attention now to the top right portion of the bracket. That is the south bracket. I can tell you that I went with Arizona and Tennessee here, and I don't trust either one of them. Arizona always finds a way to disappoint. We were talking about that off uh, air during a commercial break earlier this morning, guys. And if my research is correct, Tennessee has only been to the Elite Eight once since they started playing basketball in 1908. So, uh, But i tell you what I did. I listened to Mike Garcia during three and out this week, and he said every year it's a new team and it's a new year, so I'll risk those shaky pass and uh, I'll go with those two teams. Villanova might really be the best team in that bracket, though. So, Mike Garcia, I used your advice here, and I've got Arizona and Tennessee. What say you? Uh, Houston and Tennessee. Uh, the the thing that 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 scares me a little bit about Houston is they don't have wins against a, a big opponent really, but they've they've won all the games that they're supposed to win, and uh, I, I I actually have Tennessee coming out of that bracket in the in the final four. And I tell you who else has Tennessee? It's Jackson Hyde. I do. I've got Tennessee beating Arizona in the final eight, and. Uh, just to clarify on the East, I think uh, Virginia Tech's got a really good shot of, of winning the East now that Kentucky's gone. They, they've got a pretty clear path. But uh, I went chalk in the South with Arizona and uh, Tennessee in the final eight. Well, we'll stay with you, Jackson, get your opinion again, this time on the bottom right portion of the bracket, the Midwest. I've got uh, uh, Kansas and Auburn and in the final eight. I've got that one pretty much. Uh, chalk as well. I've got Kansas winning that bracket. Brad Stevens in the Midwest. That's the bottom right portion of the bracket. I can tell you that I'm like Jackson. I had Kansas and Auburn making it to the regional final. Kansas has, uh, in my opinion, a cleaner path as a one seed. Auburn probably has a couple of NBA first rounders in Jabari Smith and, and Walker Kessler. Uh, Smith out of Sandy Creek High School might be the overall number one pick in the NBA draft. And then Alan Flanagan was a projected first-rounder before his injury had him out for extended weeks during the season. If I'm going with a dark horse in the Midwest, I guess I'll go uh, with USC. Uh, And, of course, I had Iowa there going pretty deep in the tournament. But, uh, of course, they went down yesterday. Brad, what's your Midwest bracket look like? I have Kansas and Wisconsin actually in the final and Kansas coming out on top. Um, I feel like the dark horse that's in this thing is going to be Providence. I know they're a four seed, but, you know, Providence is a smaller school. A lot of people don't know about, um, you know, they, they snapped the longest division one winning streak and set with South Dakota state, a uh, really big win for them. I mean, you know, of course they're going to, you know, face a tough team right off the bat in the second round, but uh, I, I'm a believer in Providence. They may be able to pull this off, but uh you know, Kansas is tough. They're going to come out. I got a chalk all the way around in all my all my picks. One's all the way in the final four. I can't, yeah, believe, I can't believe Brad didn't take Auburn. That, that really surprised me. <laughs> hey, look. I could have told you before the bracket came out he was not taking Auburn. It was. If I did, I don't know. My truck would stop cranking. Like, my lights wouldn't come on. Something awful would happen to me. <laughs> okay, guys. Very quickly, uh, final four and winners. Alan Sanders. All right, for my final four, I had in it uh, Gonzaga and North Carolina on one side, Arizona, Kansas the other, with it going to Gonzaga and Arizona, Gonzaga on top. Matt Santini. 
Uh, of the final four, I have both Villanova and Gonzaga left. I've got Villanova winning it all. Nick Sullivan. Gonzaga, Baylor, Arizona, and uh, Redacted. Um, <laughs> and, I understand. Uh, I understand. Against Arizona in the finals with the Zags finally uh, getting over the top and winning it all. Mike Garcia. Uh, Gonzaga, Tennessee, uh, Kansas, and the amended UCLA. And uh, I will do uh, Gonzaga and Kansas with the Jayhawks taking it. Brad? I have all number ones making the Final Four and Arizona actually coming through this time and beating the Zags for the title. And I know Jackson has Tennessee, but who else? I've got Tennessee uh, beating Arizona. Very good. My Final Four, I've got uh, the big dogs. I've got Gonzaga over Baylor in the championship game. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us. For everybody on the Bartow Sports Zone team and all our guests this morning, I'm Charles Wilson saying so long from Bartow Sports Zone. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service, construction repair. We make swimming easy. To so WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. 